This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Ryan McDermott with Ben back Monday night. The barn will be rocking. Who comes out of the lineup? We yep. answered that. Uh, feels like you have to keep tie after tonight. We both agree. Uh, Eden Shadlow, who comes out for Ben in game six? I assume Olofsson, but I wonder if Marchment would be a better choice. Uh, Eden, you are thinking like Gavin Spittle. Freddie has been excellent and Mush, not so much. Uh, I agree, uh, but Sean doesn't believe that will happen. Um, and I agree with Sean on that. Alan Nans, make a case for why Marchman isn't the guy coming out of the lineup with Ben returning. So I'll say this, Stars fans. I mean, one of the another reason, one of the thousands of reasons I like doing this podcast, your perception of the game is really, really good. Uh, so, uh, Alan, um, I can't make the case. Uh, all, I, all I'm going to say is, is that Mason Marchman has been uh, a top six forward on this team that, you know, for most of the year, I think the expectations were higher. Um, Sean and I have talked on this podcast where if you look at Mason Marchman's resume, had a really good year on a high scoring Florida team and uh, the stars signed him to a, a, a really nice deal. So I, I personally can't make a, t- a case except for that. He has been one like it or not one of their top six forwards for the, I mean, I, I, I like I can I can make the case for him to not okay. be in. like, I no, I can make the case for him to not be in like I, I like what Olsen's done. I think Olsen's had more chances than him. I'm just my case is more so of what I would do and what Pete DeBoer will do aren't always necessarily the same thing. For me, I look at a space where I would actually definitely consider playing. I, w- I would consider it personally. I would. I don't think the stars will. It's it's I, I it's. I, I think at the end of the day, you're going to roll with Marchment. So you're going to keep Marchment in as opposed to Olsen. But me personally, if all of a sudden I'm magically put in the head coach's office, I'm at least having a more, in, I'm having an in-depth discussion about it. I want to be clear on that because now I can also be past behavior and, and how, how coaches treat players tells me everything I need to know. Mason Marchment is staying in what I would do and what Pete DeBoer would do are technically aren't, aren't always the same thing. And I think that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Hey, one of the things that uh, really jumped out at the stat sheet tonight was GVA, Sean. And for those that don't know, that's giveaways, Vegas, 24 stars, nine. How, how yeah. much uh, do you, how much credence do you put into that stat? Um, It's uh, it's one of those stats where it's definitely, I mean, it's, it's, it's 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 important to use it within to me i only like using giveaways there's some stats there's some stats that i like to that i think are good for large sample size giveaways and t- giveaways and takeaways are one of those stats where i actually don't like using them outside an individual game because 
too often, um, just like hits, too often they vary from building to building. Um, like Vegas is, as a building is known for juicing the hit counter. There are, and so the number of giveaways, if you, if you look at it over the course of a season, I think you're looking at too many outside factors of different, of judgment decisions made by statisticians where like a shot is a shot is a shot. A block shot is a block shot. A hit is a hit is also poorly defined too. But within an individual game where you have the same person making the judgment call, I think it it it, it can be used. And yeah. Vegas had twenty four giveaways. Dallas had nine, more almost triple, almost triple the way amount of times Dallas gave the puck away. And it's a really telling thing. There was a really great line. Um, um, Bruce Cassidy had a really good line. Uh, dunking all over the Arizona Coyotes after the game. I saw that uh, some people from the Vegas locker room were tweeting it out where they he, he said that we had 24 giveaways tonight. You're not going to have 24 giveaways and beat the Arizona Coyotes in January. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, so it's, it definitely has it definitely has an impact, but it also is uh, – don't take anything. Uh, don't take anything away from the stars because uh, don't take stuff away from the stars too. Because it's not like Vegas gave this game away. Speaking of other teams, you just mentioned Arizona. Stick tap to the San Jose Sharks, who changed their logo green for tonight, as they are a rival in the same division as the Vegas Golden Knights. And they tweeted after the game, "I guess this works. Should we do it again?" <laughs> And Stars fans were like, yes. So, I mean, I kind of like that, Sean. It's like, it's just kind of like fun play. Is that more anti-Vegas or is that more pro-Pavelski? Oh, you know, I never thought about that. Like, I, because I, I like it, it's, it's very similar to me. Ooh. To me, the Pavel, it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, when, when the Avalanche won and, and Ray Bork finally won his cup, like they almost had a second parade in Boston. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. no, no, that was there, Sean. They yes, did. So, they did. So uh, that, that was that, our cup. So that's that's what that's what Pavelski. I mean, I feel like Pavelski winning a cup. Um, I feel like any of those, like Pavelski. Now Joe Thornton is is informally retired now, but like I think Pavelski winning a cup would be like that for San Jose. It would be he got the cup he never got in San Jose. And I think San, I think Dallas winning the cup and Pavelski winning the cup, that would be a moment that uh, the Bay area would celebrate uh, quite, quite a bit. God, it's so great that he signed for another year. Yep. Uh, I think that hall of fame is getting closer and closer. I really do. Uh, it, but yeah. we'll see. It's, I know it's the toughest hall of fame to get into. It is, but we will see. Yeah, a- absolutely. Uh, so it's getting late. So we're running through these questions. But, you know, I mean, Sean's dog, the kids, the wife's yeah. gone to bed. You know, yeah. I mean, let's party. It's Memorial yeah. Day weekend. Uh, and in Eden, thank you. I didn't read the last part. Love the podcast, guys. Thanks so much for all of your hard work. We're doing the hard work because you guys keep responding and you guys keep growing this podcast. And it really does motivate us. So thank you. Uh, Alan Nans asks, make a case for why Marchman isn't the guy coming out of the lineup. I just read that question. Maybe I'm getting tired. Um, and we did. We did make that case. Uh, Dylan Morian. I can't imagine the stars don't want to roll with the same lineup and it's hard to pull anyone out for Ben. But I think a Ben Johnston Sagan line could be a difference maker. I will say this, Dylan. Uh, Tyler Sagan, no points in this series. I think a, a, a Jamie Ben on that line would certainly help. Yeah, and Sagan... I gotta double check. I mean, Sagan is minus six this series. He's the, yeah. He's got the he's got the 
worst plus minus. I mean, now it's not the greatest stat in the world, but he's got the worst plus minus of anyone in this series. And he's, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I, I do think him playing with, with Ben and Johnston, I think that could be a bit of a, a bit of a push. So. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas city, go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, Chris Barnard writes, great effort. Once the stars broke through in the slot and crease area, Vegas suddenly seemed vincible. Um, yeah, good point. I mean, you go into the dirty areas, you make things happen. And uh, they did tonight. I, I, I just took the word, just took the I-N off. Of I, did too. I did too. I did too. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> is, 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 is that better or would it be unvincible? In, in, I don't know. I, you know, <laughs> that my friend, I mean, I don't want my keyboard to come over the air, but yeah. <laughs> I need to look that. Well, let's see. I, you know what? This is a podcast, so we can do this, my friend. Let's look up. Yeah, I mean, Vincible. no, no, Vincible is a word. It is. It is. Okay. It's just, it just, it's, it's such a kudos to Chris on Chris on, on that word use because it is, uh, it, it's, it's, we often yeah. think about, we often think about the, the, we the, do the, the ultimate version of it, invincible, but good. Yeah. Kudos to, kudos to Chris on that word choice. Absolutely. So. <laughs> the definition able to be overcome or conquered. So heck yeah, Chris, we need to hang out. You can make me smarter. Aaron <laughs> Thacker asks, happy for the win and excited for the season is still going. Thanks for all you do. Thank you, Aaron. Massive Thank stick tap. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, Thank you for listening. Yeah. Really appreciate that. Sam Green, let's go. Cap is back. Do you feel like it's a new series? feel like there's a whole new problem for Vegas coming now. Uh, Sean mentioned it before. Uh, yes, the pressure is on Vegas, and uh, it's still, I do want to tell Stars fans, it's an uphill climb. And But that said, you're climbing, and that's good, because a few games ago, this series, the probability of it being swept uh, was pretty high, especially with Ben being out, to Donoff being out. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sam Green asks uh, a follow-up question. Who comes out for Jamie? Uh, we answer that. We believe it's Olofsson. Fuzzy Wuzzy Boom Boom has a Ric Flair, and he says, Spitzy, I'm hyped. Hell yeah, I am too. Uh, Allison Taylor, at Allison Taylor 32 trying to understand X's and O's from a basketball point of view played in coach on a rush fast break. Are players looking for specific spots or is it more trying to find the spaces loving the fight in this team halfway there, but still a massive hill to climb. That is a really interesting question, Allison. I'll, I'll let Sean take this one as far as, you know, the translation of fast break from basketball to hockey. Yeah. I mean, I, I think one of the, one of the elements of teams creating off the rush and similar to basketball. And it's something that we see with Vegas and it was the, uh, the Stevenson goal happened tonight, but we'll see, we see a lot with like, for example, to use it cause it's a big part of their game. Vegas is a big cutting team. If, and you think of like an, like a basketball style comparison, you, you try to find, you try to hold up and find your cutters through the lane. And Vegas is big on that where they work on trying to develop the clean entry do a little bit of a button hook. Sometimes, oftentimes, there's a little bit of button hook after you enter the zone, so other guys can enter with speed. 
and finding the uh, the finding the player that way. So there is a lot of the um, there there is a lot of that. There there are there similar elements to to basketball in that where it is a on your fast break you sometimes may try to change the stop start point and create cutters that way. You also have the um, you also have on on the rush on the break all all of that stuff. You have trying to change your point of attack is a big thing too. Um, so it, it, I think it's now I'm not a basketball coach and I don't know enough about, about basketball to break that game down thoroughly. I've, I, so it's not like I, I know I hear, I hear NBA terms. Like I know what a pick and roll is, but I don't know. Like I would love some, I don't know what a pick and pop is. I've heard people say that. I don't know what that is in basketball. So I don't know if there's an equivalent in hockey, but from a the one the parts of basketball I know I can at least give a little bit of that. So, all right, uh, Corey Majors, our midday host, which Sean has appeared on the KNC Masterpiece, a very very popular show in DFW, ten A to two P. He chimes in, Sean, and he says, "If if this thing happens, does Delandria get a statue, a plaque?" printed currency with his face on it and i just absolutely love the responses to this um uh uh let's see permanent resident of speed islands has renamed the team the delandria stars the city the airport um at brandon uh, taylor at the very least you got to name a street after him especially if he plays long enough and delivers output so the ty delandria fans are coming out in force um which gives me for the I feel like 1,426 times, Sean, Mike Madano should have a street named after him by the AAC. So that is a what, August <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, I, I look, I look, I look, I look forward to, uh, I look forward to the, the statue podcast where we have the, we have the entire, pod- yes! we, have, we have the entire podcast about yes! statues and, and all of a sudden we're building an entire chessboard of statues on victory Plaza. So- right. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely let's do it let's uh, let's Boy, let's let's do it <laughs> you'll have to you'll get to victory plaza and you'll have to navigate through 16 different statues that all showed up overnight yeah <laughs> absolutely i am i am in on this podcast and by the way um a few of you asked glad the podcast keeps going i will tell you we will continue spits and suds in the off season. It's because of you. So thank you. Um, because we have so many shows, we have free agency shows. We have letter grades for the stars. We have statue talk. We have just so many things. So it's, uh, it's great. Uh, Mitch at Mitch Smith, 67 at the stars do this. Uh, let's see. That was more of a comment. Uh, da, da, da. Okay. There's so many, Sean, that I am going through them. This is <laughs> this is really a lot of fun. Uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, let's see. Ash says, all I have to say is holy, and she put a poop emoji. I love hockey, and we love you, Ash. Uh, Jamie Campbell, the way we're rolling, I don't know if I'd change just for captain. You know, I can understand Stars fans saying that, but you got to put him in the lineup. He's money. And, you know, one of the things is, is we talked about how the stars are creating so much havoc in front of Aiden Hill. I think that's one of the best things Jamie Ben can do. So yeah. I think you add that as well. Well, yeah. I mean, even if you wanted to go down the route of like, okay, I don't want to take 
I don't want to split up that fourth line and I want to keep Olsen in. Like the amount of people have brought up aptly so, Jamie Ben would be an improvement over Mason Marchment. So like there, there there's like you're not I I I I hate the hockey um credo of we won so we don't change the lineup. And I like that Pete DeBoer doesn't live by that as many some some other coaches do. And now any coach is going to put Jamie Ben back in. That's not the case. But in general, I just a quick like soapbox aside, I very much prefer when a coach is willing to make changes even after a win because that tells me that they're looking at why and how a game happened as opposed to just reacting to the final score. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, Chris at Massacre of Ants. Do you think Marchman never fully healed from his injury in the season? He just doesn't look right out there, uh, I mean, or is it just me? I, I mean, is, is is this is this where I deliver that the lawn the the list of injuries on both teams is going to be a bit shocking for both sides? Like it's just going to be like like that's that's just the reality of it. There's a lot yeah. of hurt guys right now. Yeah, on yeah, both sides, on both sides. So. I I agree. All right, Sean, give us the breakdown. Uh, we're done with the questions. What are you looking for both sides as far as game six? Um, for me, uh, we, we touched on the Aiden Hill response. And I think that's going to be interesting because I think he had the rough third period. And I'm interested to see. He was really great the first two periods. He was even in the delay entry of goal. He kind of lost. And then so I think the that to me, I'll be interested to see how he responds. I'll be interested to see how Vegas, if there's any nerves that start to shift in for Vegas at all. And then the other big thing, the stars have to, uh, this for the, from the stars perspective. And this is, uh, this is a big one. Feed off the emotion of Jamie Ben coming back, but don't overly feed off of it. Don't do something stupid. Don't do like, like just like, it's, it's easy to say, don't do what happened, what Jamie did in game one, in game three against Mark Stone. That's easy to say, but it is true. Like you want to come back and you want him to, you want him to come back and you want, you want to build off it, but you also got to find a bit of that happy medium where you're not running around like a chicken with his head cut off and you're taking a bad penalty or something like that. I think that's the biggest thing for Dallas where you're playing with house money, but, but you have to manage the emotions to an extent where you don't do something stupid. Craig pointed out uh, a key word earlier in the week, and he said composure. And I think, mm-hmm. I think when you get to this level of the playoffs, that can win or lose you games is composure. So uh, that's I agree with you, Sean. I'll be looking uh, towards that. Uh, I think the first ten minutes is going to be so energetic in the barn, and for Stars fans, and you know, you guys are going to be loud and proud, and hopefully, the team gives you something in the first ten to fifteen minutes to cheer about. So. Uh, that would be that would be great. The Stars have a quality game plan right now, and it's working out. So hopefully they can continue. But you know, can't have those. I mean, you're going to take shots from the outside occasionally, but uh, I will just say, you know, getting in front of Aiden Hill, which they weren't doing the first couple of games on a consistent basis, has just made so much of a difference. So hopefully they continue to do that. So. Sean, this was a good one, man. I'm super excited. This is uh, this is really cool, and it's awesome spending Memorial Day weekend. And if we don't thank you enough, thank you so much for being one of the co-hosts of Spits and Suds. Uh, this has been a, such a fun ride doing these post game shows with you. Oh, it's been it's been a blast. It's been great. It's uh, we're still doing this, so let's uh, we got at least one more. So 
It's fun. Let's do it on Monday night, baby. Thanks for all your questions tonight. And uh, if you have, if you're listening to this podcast and say, oh, I didn't get my question in, just feel free at GJ Spittle, at Sean Shapiro. Oh, the book is called We Win Here. It's a terrific read. Did I get your, uh, is it at Sean C. Shapiro? Did I get it right? At Sean Shapiro? No, at Sean Shapiro. You're good. Okay. You're good. All right. My bad. My that's bad. The, uh, you're trying to give my email away, too, I guess. But that's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, so. Oh, wow. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, so uh, the book, We Win Here. That's an awkward transition. That's and fine. Uh, yeah. And by the way, um, Idaho is on to the finals in the ECHL. So uh, great job by them. It's good to see uh, a team in the Stars organization making it to the finals. So it's really, uh, really cool. You talk about a potential, uh, I mean, either way, the travel is going to be crazy, but like just the ECHL, Idaho won. Now you've got uh, Boise to uh, either... uh, Florida or Newfoundland. So talk about Jeez. A, talk about a if you want if you want to hear if you want to talk about a a, a fun travel schedule. Look what that's going to be. So Ooh. Man, is that two? That's got to be two three two, right? It's not two two one one one. Oh, it'll be it'll be two three two. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> yes. yes. Frequent flyer miles in effect. Yes. Yes. All right. Four shots. Yes. And, and they're flying commercial. So <laughs> I know that's what I was saying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And Newfoundland is not the easiest to get to. No. Um, so for Sean Shapiro, I'm Gavin Spittle. Thanks once again for all your support of Spits and Suds. So we'll be on after the game on Monday night, win or lose. So we will see you then. And thank you for listening to Spits and Suds on 105.3 The Fan. Have a great Sunday, everyone.